Good morning, Patriots. And it's Monday, September 18th in the year 2023. Patriots, this is the week of Bards Fest. There's a lot of things moving along. In fact, this morning, I overheard this conversation. People getting ready to come to Bards Fest. It's getting exciting. Children, gather round. No retreat, no surrender. That is Spartan law. And by Spartan law, we will stand and fight and die. A new age has begun. An age of freedom. And all will know that 300 Spartans gave their last breath to defend it. Man, I'll tell you, people are getting excited for Bard's Fest. You can hear that, can't you? Right there, right in the middle of the coffee shop. Just like that. That's how it went. Just like that. All right, Patriots. Well, we're getting super excited about Bard's Fest this week. If you don't have your tickets, get your tickets. It is time. We want to have you there. It's also going to be live streaming, which is going to be awesome. And it's going to be just an amazing event that we roll into. All right, Patriots, one thing for sure, always you want to get a good night's sleep. And the best way to do that, of course, is a MyPillow. And the MyPillow 2.0 is the finest on the market. You want to put that under your head. If you're going to camp at Bart's Fest, you want to have it there. All that going on, you want to have a MyPillow with you the whole time. So you want to have a MyPillow. And the way you get a MyPillow is to go to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards and use your promo code Bards to take advantage of the great savings on the MyPillows. MyPillow 2.0, MyPillow Traditional, MyPillow Special Edition. There's all sorts of flavors. And then you've also got the sheets and the towels and the kitchen sets and all this good stuff. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. You will not be disappointed. It's exactly what everybody needs. Well, Patriots, I'll tell you, the focus for me this week is truly on Bards Fest coming up. There is obviously a lot going on in preparation for that. We have movements beginning. People are starting to drive in. And I think it's really important we keep our prayers up for everybody this week as well. I know we've got a number of calls this morning of the people starting the migration. The assembly is going to start falling into place on Tuesday. The event begins on Thursday. So we'll be doing Tuesday. I'll be there Tuesday afternoon, which would be tomorrow afternoon. And then we're going to do our setup all day Wednesday. And then we're going to kick it on Thursday. Now, the the event is going to be starting on 1130 a.m. on on Thursday and it will go all the way until Saturday night and we have some special editions coming in I guess we're going to have fireworks Saturday night that's what they're telling me uh, that's the locals that want to that are welcoming us and asking if they can do some fireworks for us which we love it'll be pretty awesome and then Sunday morning we're doing a sunrise service so it's going to be a great event all the way to the end really going to be focused on empowering and, and equipping the saints for the work of the ministry this is going to have Powerful speakers like we did before. You can check all that out at Bards Fest. Go to bardsfm.com forward slash Bards Fest. You can just go to bardsfm.com and click on the front logo page there. It'll take you right there. This is going to have a whole range of speakers and covering a lot of topics, a lot of great things and topics covered, and it's going to be on fire. We've got uh, about, I don't know, I guess now 80 to 100 people that are going to be camping there, which is outstanding. So it's going to be basically around the clock. If you're coming there expecting to get sleep, 
probably not a lot. It's going to be pretty exciting. A lot of prayer, a lot of worship, a lot of Holy Spirit running through the whole place, and it will be exciting. So with that said, we always have to keep our eye on the insanity of what's going on in our world, and there is apparently the continued part of it. As you probably have heard, they've lost an F-35. I'm not really sure how this happens, but a pilot ejects and the F-35 vanished. So there is a fantastic meme going around with an F-35 on the back of a milk carton asking if, in fact, there, if anybody has seen this, which I haven't. I don't know about you, but I've not been seeing any falling from the sky F-35s. Our world right now is in total chaos. And it's kind of a roll-in for the week, which will be a pretty intense week this week on a lot of levels. We've got to keep our focus and centered in our faith. There's a lot of crazy news stories that will continue to crop up. We have a lot of the continued nonsense going around with Donald J. Trump trying to gag him now to prevent him from speaking more. All of this is about a, the war between the political classes. And ultimately, you'll notice that the people of the United States don't have a seat at the table. So that said... This country is by and for the people. It's not by and for the politicians. And I'm, I'm telling you, this is getting really old when we start to see people even backpedal off of subjects. We're told now that in the interviews, President Trump had a hard time just finding, just deciding whether it was possible for a man to become a woman. There's also a peddling back on abortion, saying that eight weeks is too short, 15 weeks is okay. There's a lot of this slide going on. Pay attention to it. These are not platforms or positions that we can support. These are very clear positions of where we need to be, and politicians are doing their thing. Promise a lot, pull back, give you little. Always because at the end of the day, they are owned and controlled by masters above them. The United States has to get back to a hard center Christian reset with Jesus at our center. That's how it's going to have to be. And if we don't do that as a nation, we're going to squander away and fall into the oblivion. We also know that we're being led by a bunch of psychopaths. So with that said, remember that. You need to prepare yourself for the unknowns. And part of those unknowns include crazy things like EMPs or electric storms like lightning, which they're doing all over the place. There is one product out there that will ensure that you are well protected, and that is EMPShield.com empshield.com so check it out this is an american made american designed product tested at the finest labs to ensure that your systems will be safe and to meet the standards the highest standards of emp certification this will cover you and protect you from emp level one two and three as well as lightning storms and lightning strikes and solar flares it's something you need to have on your vehicles your atbs your rvs your generator systems your your solar systems, even your ham base station. These are the electronics that we rely on, especially in case of an emergency. So head on over to empshield.com, empshield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and get $50 off and free shipping. It's a great investment, part of the insurance that we need to have in this time of uncertainty that makes a significant difference. So the other things going on in, in this part of the world, we have a, obviously have a, a another quick discussion about dogs. Um, in at Bards Fest, we have a fairly liberal dog policy. Dogs must be under the control of the owner at all times, no exceptions. Dogs are not going to be in and around the children's area, no exceptions. And unless your dog is a working dog, that would be the exception. There are no 
there are no pit bulls allowed at Bards Fest. That is not a negotiable. So if you have a pit bull and you're bringing it, not allowed. And, and we're going to have to ask you to take it back or, or leave. Dogs that are, cannot be continually barking, that's going to be another disruptive. We're going to have to ask you to take it to your campsite or to leave. And there can be absolutely no dog fights. So I'm, we're opening up this policy on dogs, which I usually have been against it for the sake of families. But I know that we're camping. There's going to be some latitude. But the policies will be strictly enforced and it will not be a discussion. This is about owners being responsible. And please do not come to me telling me how nice your dog is if it's on the list of don't show up like a pit bull. Not happening. Last night we prayed for somebody's son who got their face ripped open. A five-year-old boy got his face ripped open by a pit bull. That is the one breed of dog that I will not trust and I do not want at Bard's Fest under any circumstances, and I will hold that line hard. So please understand that. If that offends you, I'm sorry, but it's I'm not sorry because I'm putting the children and the families first above your dog. So that's the dog policy, fairly liberal in, in ability to bring your dog, and there'll be plenty of opportunity to interact with folks. We're going to have a fantastic event. We're looking forward to it, and now it's time to pray. Father, we come to you today just very humbled and blessed to be here, to uh, be sharing this moment in this fellowship as we lead in this week towards Bards Fest. This is a, a big week of travel, and it's a, a week of us assembling the, the many patriots across the nation into a common place to pray, to worship, to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, to raise up our hands in prayer for healing, to cast out demons, and maybe even raise the dead. So, Father, if there's anything we could do, it would be to raise the dead soul of this nation into the place of repentance. And so, Father, we come to you today very humbled and praying for our nation, a nation that's struggling. Again, it continues to try to find its feet, a nation that is in conflict with itself of trying to decide whether immoral behavior or moral behavior is the pathway we want to take, a nation that's split between accepting the love of you and a nation accepting the, the love of the father of lies. Father, in this day that we raise up our prayers for this nation to have a great shaking, a great shaking of the heart, a great shaking of who we are, a great shaking of a real reality of whom we serve. This is a time right now more than ever that we need the hearts of the patriots to stand, to raise in prayer, to stand boldly in the mightiness of Christ and be able to wage war on a spiritual and physical realm. Father, this war, as we know very well, has taken its toll and has worn people down. People are tired. People are feeling that there's, not, there's no more they can do or they feel the system is bigger than them. This is a system obviously designed for fear and intimidation to wear people down intentionally so that ultimately they give in. So, Father, we're also praying a, a prayer of, re, of replenishment, of refreshment, to re-stimulate those with a heavy heart that are feeling tired and to remind each person deep within their heart of whom we serve. We are the children of the Most High. That's something that entails details like no fear and be fearless in this world, to be mighty in this world, to understand who we represent in kingdom and to fight relentlessly for the truth and the protection of future for future generations. And Father, this is something that unfortunately gets lost in the melee of, of noise, confusion, chaos, information warfare that's constantly waging on the spirit, draining us down, trying to get people to understand that there's a greater opportunity down the road. And so, Father, we're praying for something very subtle here, an understanding in the, in the depth of the heart that as we pursue and as we continue to climb, the glory is kingdom 
And if we can just today, Father, we're praying for this touch of the mightiness and kingdom of everybody's heart to remind them of the purpose of why we are here, to remind them of the function of what we do, and to remind us of the glory of what we're achieving and what we're fighting for. Christ sacrificed himself on the cross to give us victory, and now our part of our role is to bring victory into this earthly realm. That means we have to carry the burden of the cross at times. And in so doing, Father, as we do this, it gets heavy for some. We pray for that that burst of energy, that refreshment of the heart and the soul. We pray for the strengthening of their feet as they climb and have knowing that they're solid on the rock of faith. For heaven is not built on sand, that's only the kingdoms of the father of lies. And so Father, in this hour as we as we walk into this week of Bart's Fest and a great and fantastic assembly and celebration of people together, patriots together, praying and worshiping, this is a time to remind ourselves that we are also anchored solidly on the rock of faith. This is a world now that needs the remnant. This is a world and a time now that calls on the remnant and the remnant heart to stand in this hour, to literally be bold and mighty without any unwavering thoughts, and to do the moral thing, the right thing, and to continue to walk that righteous path with Christ. Father, this is also going to be a challenging few days as we move forward in an event that truly marks a significant baseline for the nation, seeking to establish the moral integrity and strengthen the moral integrity of every patriot that's there. That means there's going to be honest confessions. That means that there's going to be vulnerability. And that means that we have to be true in our hearts as we come together to be honest to you and before you and before the throne. There cannot be hidden agendas. There can't be things that we're trying to obscure. This is part of us giving testimony and honesty into the world to be able to speak truth to power and ultimately free us from the chains and bonds that we've helped build in our lives. This is a time to raise up the nation. This is a time to raise up Bard's nation and to truly show that we can build a a shining city on the hill that others can come to around the world and restore this nation to the glory in which it was intended by our founding fathers and the blessed nature of our founding documents. So Father, we pray today for the continued pursuit of that goal to reestablish the grounding nature of the Constitution, our Declaration of Independence, and our Bill of Rights, to get back to the principles of how we are supposed to govern, to respect one another, to love thy neighbor, and to literally stand boldly in the face of evil and know that part of the greatest sacrifice we can make is to give our life for, for another. So, Father, these values as we walk into this week are going to be paramount in helping shape the hearts and and strengthen the hearts of the saints, the saints that are being prepared for the work of the ministry. The tagline for Bard's Fest is more than a tagline, for it's a great path and journey for us all. Whether we're present or whether we're online, this is a time of coming together through prayer, through worship, through unity in heart and spirit, that we can stand mightily in the face of this evil and crush it as it continues to try to steal the lives, in particular the lives of the little ones. Father, we close this prayer today with a blessing and a prayer for our elderly and for the little ones. These are the vulnerable and also the the mothers. These are the vulnerable, the vulnerable that the society seeks to ignore, to take advantage of. And unfortunately, this dark world that we're in sees them as prey. Father, this is a time as well for the mightiness of the heart of the men to stand up and be bold as warriors in this hour. So we pray for their protection. We pray for their strength. We pray for the mightiness and the call in their heart to stand and be bold in the face of the enemy. 
this is the time in which we will come together to truly walk under the banner of Christ and to proclaim our true faith on this land. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Well, Patriots, that's a, it's an important week ahead. I'm going to do a little different piece today. There's a, there's a, I'm going to play a piece. It's fairly long. It's about nine minutes here. But I, w- I think it's really important to hear. This is a speech by Dr. Zelenko, and it really sums up a lot of things that we need to be putting in context of the way our world is and what we're facing and the road ahead. So here it goes. First of all, I want to thank God for this moment. What I believe is going on in this generation is a war between two systems of thought. One system being that we're made in God's image and that life has sanctity, we have human rights, and as such, it's God's purview how many of us live on the planet, how long we live, if we live free. The other system of thought, which could be rooted in Darwin's uh, survival of the fittest or eugenics, probably started with the serpent in the Garden of Eden, but that system of thought believes that there is a hierarchy in humanity, that some people are better than others, and inevitably that reverts to three types of uh, categories of people. One is the, the super Superman, like Kant would say, the Ubermensch, then there's the human, the Mensch, and the Untermensch, the subhuman. Now, if that sounds familiar, that's because around 80 years ago, the Nazi ideology was built upon that type of system. The Nazis believed that they were descendants of Aryan gods. They believed that the Anglo-Saxons should be enslaved and serve them, and the subhumans, which I belong to, slobs, the handicapped, political prisoners and so on, gypsies, they were meant to be thrown into ovens and become dust. Now, that ideology did not go away. It's just resurfaced now, but it's not anti-Semitic. It's completely rooted in something else. The elite, so to speak, they think they're evolved. I, I think they're devolved. What they believe is that because of their wealth, power, intellectual uh, superiority, so they think, that that gives them the right to decide how many of us should be on the planet, how long we should live, who should be free, and so on. And so if you notice, any totalitarian dictatorship, the first thing they try to do is get rid of houses of worship. It's very simple why, because if I bow down to God, I'm not gonna bow down to them. And so what's happening, the mechanism that they're using is fear. There's a global mass psychosis where these depraved animals, what they've done is use the media and created a false narrative that has led us to be living in chronic anxiety and fear and human isolation. If anyone studied psychological warfare, you'll know that those two points, anxiety and human isolation, will cause most people to decompensate psychologically and become very vulnerable and gullible and easy to manipulate. And then they offered the false golden calf of this. 
so to speak, as a false promise, and people gravitate towards it as a short-term measure to relieve their anxiety. It's not intellectual, it's purely emotional. And if you challenge someone, even the most intellectual people, but who fall into, into this trap, if you challenge them, they become belligerent because what you're really doing is bringing them back into that anxiety state that they so definitely don't want to be in. So the, the reality here is I'm a big fan of King David and his Psalms, and he gives a very good prescription for life. He says, turn away from bad, do good, and live. You know, we live, we thought we used to live in freedom. And you know, freedom isn't free. We were free, or we thought we were free, because of the sacrifices of the previous generations. The question is, will our children be free? And the answer depends, are we willing to sacrifice? This is our storming the beaches of Normandy moment. This generation has been tasked with the ability and the responsibility of looking at the primordial serpent right in the eye and saying no and decapitating him. And the only reason why this has happened is because we're letting it happen. Because there's many more of us than them. And the tactic of the enemy is to scare us and divide us. And when we're divided, that's when they could pounce at us in sections. And the, the answer, the solution to that is to rise up in hopefully nonviolent civil disobedience, reject all tyranny, reject the dictates of the demented puppet in the White House, and realize that we are fighting a well-entrenched enemy that has a head start. However, we have something they don't have, which is called the God Scaler. This is a David versus Goliath situation, and we are the David. Collective humanity of God consciousness. The enemy wants to destroy God consciousness. We have to go in the opposite direction. We need to instill into our children basic morality. And what I mean by that is we should take our children out of public schools. For many years, the public school system has attempted to destroy the souls of our children by teaching them depravity, normalizing depravity. Many of you know that there were two cities in the Bible that were destroyed, Saddam and Gomorrah. And the question is asked, why were they destroyed? So one answer is because they were immoral, but that, that's not the answer, because every place was immoral. What was so unique about them? So that one of the answers is they, they normalized immorality. They made it the law of the land. And that is a way of saying, God, we don't want you here. We reject you. And so we need to go in a completely opposite direction. We take our children out of the spiritual danger that they're in in the public school system, and now the physical danger. According to the World Homicide Organization, they issued a, a decree that if your children are in school, that's implied informed consent, meaning that you could have prevented your children from going to school. The fact that you didn't and they're in school means that you are giving consent so now they're attacking not only the souls, but the bodies of our children. You know, in decent societies, parents sacrifice themselves for the well-being of their children. This is a biblical war. This is a war that goes from the very beginning of creation itself. But we could reject it. We could say no. We can turn to God. And here's my advice. Creation is dynamic. It's every instant of time is an act of recreation. What that means is you're not alone. That means God is making you. And if he's making you, 
he's with you. So we know that anxiety, fear, only lives in the psychological and emotional space where the consciousness of God is absent. If you fill that void with God consciousness, by the way, it's hard work. To be mindful of the divine constantly is hard work. But so what? This is what's necessary in order to withstand this onslaught on the human soul, and the collective human soul, and the collective human goodness, and the fact that we're made in his image. So my blessing to, to the whole world, to all decent people, is rise up. This hill is worth dying on. It's time for us, this generation, to pay the price so that our children could live with God consciousness, with freedom, and be able to thrive. And whether or not that will happen is directly correlated to what we do now, today. And so it is my sincere prayer and hope that like-minded, God-consciousness and people should collate together into cities of refuge, of decency. And even though the majority of the world are continents of tyranny, I know that, but nevertheless, a little light pushes away a lot of darkness. We all come from the same source. My, my four-year-old daughter one time told me, Daddy, you're my brother. I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, God is my father and he's your father. So we're all brothers and sisters, and we all are made in the image of God. We all are given the gift of consciousness, the gift of free choice, and we should all use that gift in the right way by choosing to put on the yoke of heaven and take the yoke of our own fears and the yoke of other people's evil agendas off of us. Because there's only one type of free person in the world, and that's someone who chooses to be a servant of God. Choose to be a servant of God. This is a week that we're assembling of like-minded people in Bartsfest. This is a fight that's worth dying for. Plant your sword. Be ready. Know whom you serve. This is the glory of walking as the children of the Most High. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the most... Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. 
We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light it can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 